It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's high time. We had a high time. Together. Together. Yes, it's high time. We Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and cannabis lifestyle guide. I don't know about you, but I really let my hair down this holiday season. I had three weeks of family time and got nurtured and cooked for and loved on, and it was exactly what I needed. Now I'm back in the bay and getting into the groove of a new year. As a entrepreneur and high achiever, I'm all about setting myself up for success. At the start of a new year and again around my birthday in July, I evaluate my habits and routines and make sure I'm taking care of future Joe. I invited my friend, fellow podcaster, and lifestyle entrepreneur, Carrie Jack, to join me for a chat about healthy habits for living our best life. As founder of The Happy Hustle, Carrie walks the walk and inspires us to enjoy the journey as we happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. Today's podcast is lit by the White Ash Group. If happy hustling for you means getting paid to be yourself in the cannabis space, I encourage you to submit your resume at whiteashgroup.com. White Ash Group is North America's premier choice for cannabis staffing, recruitment, and executive search. And if you're an industry trailblazer with a growing business, White Ash Group provides pre-screened and vetted top-tier talent and custom hiring solutions so that you can feel good building your dream team and that work-life balance. From roots to suits in the U.S. and Canada, visit whiteashgroup.com to learn more. Tell them Joe sent you. 
If you're a high achiever looking to up-level your everyday experience and performance while living the casually baked lifestyle, this podcast is for you. As I was editing the show, it dawned on me that I didn't set a New Year's resolution this year. Now, if you listened to last week's show, you know that's because I was too busy having a panic attack over my 2020. I wasn't disillusioned to think the world was going to magically unfuck itself on January 1st. So I have taken my own sweet time, and I guess you can say that this entrepreneur is showing up fashionably late to the new year. I mean, it's almost February, and I still haven't bought this year's planner. So while the world continues to transition, I'm doubling down on the basics that feed my mind, body, and soul, and I encourage you to join me. Sage it, bless it, and smoke them if you got them. It's time to get casually baked and happy hustle our way through this year. We're live with Carrie Jack, the original happy hustler. Thanks for joining the podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Joe, for having me. This is uh, my honor. Absolutely. It's been fun talking to you the last uh, last couple of weeks and um, I told you, you know, I was wanting to get a show ready for the new year, get all of us high achievers ready to tackle 2021. You like it? Already a pun. <laughs> you are the, the queen of weed one-liners. No question. No one better. Getting paid to be myself, you know, just the pot puns. They're natural. So we want to talk about lifestyle tools for high achievers, people that are part of the casually baked tribe, you know, cannabis can do so much for us, but it can't do everything. <laughs> and, you know, people that put all of their eggs in the cannabis basket, it's like, there's so many amazing wellness tools out there that pair nicely, have this harmonious entourage effect with cannabis. Since, you know, you are a lifestyle entrepreneur and you and I kind of vibe in the same way, I thought you were the perfect person to talk about some of these ways that we manage stress and anxiety, stay focused, find our flow, you know, stay organized and inspired. So you ready to dive in? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I think stress and anxiety, especially in 2020, is a hot topic and one worth talking about because, frankly, you know, it's been a crazy year. <laughs> and uh, I think we really need better tools and practices to mitigate stress and anxiety. And I know cannabis is one of them. However, I do believe there's a ton others that do have that entourage effect. So let's, uh, let's dive in. And also the fact that there's a lot of stuff that is free. It's free to feel good. It's, you know, so let's start with stress management. What are some of your favorite ways that you manage stress? Well, first and foremost, nature. I, I make a point to get out in nature at least once a day. Um, it helps that I live in Montana, <laughs> which is surrounded by nature. That's by design. People have <laughs> lived all over the world from Barcelona to Bangkok and Rio to L.A. And I tell you what, Montana has always had my heart since I was a little boy. My dad has a ranch out here and my mom lived in Florida. So I'm kind of like a half surf and skate, half camping, fishing, uh, you know, hunting cowboy. And so I think nature has always been a part of my life and it's definitely helped me mitigate stress and anxiety and just tap back into Pachamama. And I think that with cannabis is even 
more enjoyable. However, that's one tool. I'd say another one is cold thermogenesis and heat thermogenesis, hot and cold exposure, essentially. Um, that really just chills me out to a whole nother level. Uh, I get hot and cold at least once a day. It helps also that I live close to the hot springs here. So I have natural thermal water and a cold pool, aka the creeks. Uh, so yeah. I can get cold and hot very easy. Once again, by design, you know, because yeah. I designed my business around my lifestyle that I want to live. And that's yeah. what being a lifestyle entrepreneur is all about. So I think well, getting one thing about that hot and cold thing. I live in downtown Oakland, but I get that in with my morning shower every day. I take a mm. hot shower and then I end my shower with three or four minutes of ice cold. And of course, this time of year in California, that cold shower is pretty damn cold. <laughs> it's a wonderful job of like stressing your system immediately. Like this is the most stressed I plan to be all day long. So yeah, tell me some sure. of the benefits of the hot and cold. Well, vasodi vasodilation for one, you're getting, you know, blood to all your different parts of your body, mm -hmm. um, decreasing inflammation for two, really, you know, a lot of disease stems from inflammation in the body. And when you get hot and cold, it, it really helps to decrease that inflammation. Three, uh, it builds mental fortitude. Doing hard things regularly is one of the best things you could do for yourself to push out of your comfort zone and to just expand your, you know, your tolerance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So there's a lot of benefits to it. Uh, not to mention detoxification, you know, when you're, when you're sweating all those toxins out of your body, uh, you can burn calories. Uh, if you want to lose a couple pounds sitting on your bum, you know, I have a personal infrared sauna in my home that, um, Therosage is, is one of my podcast sponsors on the happy hustle and they have this amazing sauna. So if anyone wants one, that is, um, a great tool and code happy could save you shameless plug, but I believe in the product. So that's why, you know, I, uh, yeah. I like to use it regularly, but yeah, tons of benefits to hot and cold, uh, thermogenesis. My sister and her wife have an infrared sauna at their house. And so when I go home during the holidays, that infrared sauna is in the room that I sleep in. So I just kind of, it's my personal morning wake up, do my meditation while I'm in there and just sweat it out for like 45 minutes, get my day started. Yeah. It's a great way to start your day and end it. Yeah. So tons of benefits there. Then obviously, you know, meditation, breath work, those two things, especially, regularly building that consistency. I mean, I, I try to do a simple box breathing meditation at least, you know, once a day um, where it's a five second inhale all through the nose, five second hold, five second exhale, five second hold. And that type of, they use it in the, in the military. A lot of the snipers actually during the heat of battle, they'll use this box breathing to control, you know, their nervous system and, and to really just maintain baseline. So when they are, you know, feeling stressed and anxiety, they yeah. can uh, control it. So that's a, a powerful one. And then, you know, meditation, everyone, I think complicates meditation and, or a lot of people do, you know, but really just focus on your breath and be still, you know, yeah, totally. There you go. <laughs> no, those are great. And, you know, some of my favorites, I microdosing cannabis helps me a lot with my anxiety. And, you know, if I overdo it or I choose the wrong strain, you know, it can amp up my anxiety. That's why I think it's so important to know some of these 
non-medicated ways to de-stress yourself. But, you know, cannabis is a great tool for me. Laughter is one of my favorite tools for de-stressing. You know, if I have too much going on, just being able to quickly find, um, you know, some silly video or meme or, you know, something to make myself laugh and, and get those endorphins flowing. And movement, you know, I was telling you, but right before we, you know, got on, on the live stream that I was, you know, I had a lot going on. I've been a little bit stressed. It's cold in my space. And, you know, I just crank on some tunes and, you know, shake the tree, get it moving (laughs) (laughs) and and smile. Cause when you're moving your body and you're smiling to like some great music or something, you can't help but feel better. I think that's a great point that, you know, just ecstatic dance right before this interview, I was, you know, practicing my katana in the front yard. Uh, And, you know, that's my form of dancing it out. I put on little tunes and I just flow with my sword. And, you know, I think everyone has their own quirks. Fortunately, I don't have neighbors. It's uh, cows and uh, horses out here. But, uh, you know, on a 300 acre ranch, it's nice because you don't get that judgment like I would when I was you know, practicing my katana in the city. Uh, but yeah. anyway, static dance, definitely a great way to shake it out. So tell me some of your favorite um, ways to move energy, you know, because that's mm. really what we're talking about doing. And so, you know, katana, this is, you can, I mean, I've deduced what it is just from our conversation and I'm, you know, giggling to myself thinking about you doing it. What are some of the other ways that you move energy? I actually, one of my mentors is a energy healer. So I learned specifically from him uh, how to really move energy. Uh, he's a Reiki healer and he does long distance healings as well. And I've seen him move people with energy just across the room, not even touching them from like 10 yards away. So I know it's real and he's moved me before and and he shows me how to just scan my body using my palms. So everyone can actually, you know, put their palms straight out in front of them. If you're driving, probably don't do that. But, uh, you know, they're already out in front of you, but just keep them on the wheel. So if you put your hands out in front of you and just slowly bring your palms closer together, facing one another, then further apart, you'll feel that energy right there. Don't you feel, Joe? Yeah, totally. And you can kind of start to play with it. You can make a little ball. You know, you can kind of feel that energy then you can move your fingers and feel how it moves back and forth. And so what I'll do is I'll heat up my my energy and my body. Sometimes I'll rub my hands together and I'll just do a full scan of any ailments, any stuck energy, and I'll clear it. Full scan, scan my chest, my legs all the way down. I do this every day and I scan my body with my palms and my energy. And that really helps. Um now there's another form of uh, energy work in the and I use uh, I've been training martial arts since I was a boy off and on with uh, um, a master from China. His name's Master Chen. He was of the the Longmen lineage, 14th generation in Wudang Mountain. He's like Chinese royalty over there. And my mom has been big into Eastern medicine, and so she met this you know this Master Chen on a at a conference that he was doing here in the, in the West. And so he kind of took me under his wing when I was a boy and helped me just cultivate my energy, my chi. Um, And, you know, I've been training with him since I was young and, and that really helps to do um, Tai Chi and regular Qigong and Kung Fu and, and that, you know, just being 
at peace with your body, with your mind, you know, being very present, realizing that we are energetic beings. Everyone out there is an energetic being. I know I sound super woo-woo right now, but it's all good because it is true. And and even the every single thing around us is all energy and it's all moving whether it appears to be or not. Exactly. So when we can tap into that and start to cultivate our chi, you know, I I, I like to put it right on my dantian, my, which is like right underneath your belly button mm-hmm. uh, is your energy source. And, you know, I put the men put their palms, their left hand down, the, the women put their right hand down first, and then you put your other hand on top and you can kind of just give yourself a belly massage and cultivate that chi and I'll move it that way. And then, and I could go on for days about how I move energy and, and flow, but really it just is what I'm feeling at the time. I like doing a lot of body weight exercises personally, you know, isometrics and pull-ups, push-ups, sit-ups. And I think that's a good way to move energy for those of you out there who may be our little, eh, I don't know if I want to start with uh, the martial arts and the Tai Chi quite yet. Okay, just get down, do some some yoga, some downward dog, throw in a couple push-ups, sit-ups. The biggest thing with moving energy, especially in building strength too. And, you know, I worked in a biohacking company for three years as VP and we worked with Fortune 500 CEOs and Olympic gold medalists. So I saw at the top what these people are doing to move energy and to really be... Um, you know, high performers and, you know, working with these high performers, you see the biggest thing with working out is time under tension. So nice and slow, controlled contractions with your pushups, your sit-ups. But essentially that that's a big thing when you're moving energy, just feel it go super slow on your pushups down, breathe, exhale on the work, push yourself up. And that's kind of, you know, a good, a good way to move energy. Okay. So now let me ask you this because I am somewhat new to Qigong. I started it during the pandemic and it has become a super valuable tool and something that I've worked into my daily routine. What would the masters say about medicated energy work in Qigong versus non-medicated? Because for me, I like to be casually baked while I'm doing this stuff, but I don't know if, is that helpful? Is it not helpful or does it matter? Well, I'm not going to speak for him because I really don't honestly know. I, I will say he's very pure and holistic. I know he uses, you know, Chinese herbs, but he eats, you know, basically a vegan diet. I'm not Certain, my guess would he he would say you need probably to be very clear headed and focused and in order to really tap in internally, um, maybe do it after. <laughs> well, because you know my cannabis infused meditation, like I've told you, is my most important meeting of the day, and it allows me to get to that space quicker. Uh, and so, you know, it, to me, I just kind of transferred that idea over to my Qigong practice, but I hadn't spoken with anybody that, you know, does it a lot. And, you know, kind of if there was some sort of guiding principle around that. I think everyone's different. And, you know, yeah. you do what works for you. That's that's my stance, you, you, standpoint. 
exactly. Do what's best for you. I'll tell you firsthand, I'm no master. I, I, I just freestyle most of the time. I'll take what I've learned here. I'll take what I've learned in Krav Maga or jujitsu or whatever. Maybe, you know, my sister was a dancer, maybe a dance mover too, and I'll flow and I'll just do whatever feels right. So, you know, that's my take. Do what is best for Joe and everyone listening and watching. Do what's best for you. Yes. And I love that you mentioned flowing because to me as an entrepreneur and a high achiever, that's really where we're trying to get. We want to find that focus. We want to find that flow. And I do find that, you know, the movement and energy work and the meditation really helps me get to the flow. I think the focus piece for me, the most important thing is sleeping like my life depends on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sleep's essential. And a lot of people miss that part. So I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, sleep can single-handedly destroy your energy and overall happiness. If you're not sleeping, you know, at least somewhere between seven and eight hours every night, you're selling yourself short. And, you know, our bodies depend on sleep. So I would say just really prioritize it. Yeah. And cannabis is such a great tool for people to find that sweet spot and that good sleep habits and patterns. And I know for me, you know, I'm north of 40 now. And over the past probably six or seven years, I would notice how um, the amount of wine I would consume in the evenings was having a direct effect on my performance the next day. And so, you know, trying to wean myself off of um, drinking alcohol or eating sweets or something in the evening and replace that with cannabis or, you know, a, a cup of tea with some cannabis infused honey or something, but giving myself, you know, the, the best opportunity to get a good night's sleep without, you know, waking up at two o'clock in the morning, wide eyed and bushy tailed because the alcohol woke you up. So, you know, that's, that's one of those things that when I call it a reefer recap at the end of the day, like instead of winding down with booze, winding down with cannabis has really been helpful for me as a high achiever to um, be able to stick to my morning routine the next day. Mm, yeah, for sure. I usually I'll, I'll, I'll rotate. I, I try not to ever take anything to excess. I'm all about balance and moderation. However, I, I do enjoy from time to time using CBD to get a nice, deep, deep, full rest. Um, and I'll take, a, you know, a tincture of like maybe 500,000 milligrams full spectrum. And I'll just do it, um, you know, a tincture full, a dropper full of it. And I sleep great with that. Um, sometimes, you know, fast acting melatonin, there's a, a nice... Um, a nice add to sometimes you can, you know, have amazing lucid dreams, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I absolutely do the melatonin every night too, because the melatonin also helps us perform better the next day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of benefits. I mean, our bodies naturally produce melatonin. Just the one thing that I say with supplements, because a lot of people take too many, you know, <laughs> of supplements and it just turns into expensive urine and your body's, you know, not processing it properly. Uh, I would just say everything in moderation, you know, even cannabis in moderation, you know, we're, we're about being casually baked, not like 
in the stone zone 24 seven, you know, and, and I think everything in moderation is a good tip that my dad taught me when I was very young. And, uh, you know, I, I tried to live by that. Heck yeah. That's, that's foundational for everything, right? Well, let's talk about morning routines because I reserve like two hours in the morning uh, for myself to just get my mind right, get my intention set for the day, make sure I feed myself, feed my soul, you know, get, get my energy going. What does your morning routine look like? Yeah. I mean, you win the day in the morning, right? So I would say everyone out there has some different variation of, of what serves them. My, my initial inclination is to just urge everyone to find that unique combination. Now, for me, what I what I find to be most successful to really energize me, I'll wake up. Uh, I I'm not a a hero in the mornings. I, I I'm a happy hustler. You know, six fifteen is is perfect for me. Six thirty, sometimes seven. Um, you know, but uh, I, I usually I like to wake up first thing in my body. If we're, if we're talking consumption, is a green juice mixed with apple cider vinegar, organic lemon, um, and that apple cider vinegar is with the mother. Um, you can get Bragg's or one of those uh, in organic as well. Uh, I have a, a mineral, trace mineral salts, and then you know I'll, I'll put all that together. Sometimes I'll put like a wellness tincture, and it'll have you know organic superfoods, and I'll chug that down. That's the first thing to really help my digestion and um, energy production. So that, that's an important cocktail in, in the morning. Then I'll chug, you know, two glasses of water. A lot of people get dehydrated while they're sleeping, especially here with a fireplace. It kind of drives the place out if you have your heat on, especially if, if Joe, if your heat's on, you know, that'll dry you out. So we want to make sure we're properly hydrated in the morning. Then, you know, usually I'll do some form of like stretching, just movement, you know, just to move the energy. This isn't, you know, by any means like a workout, but it is just to flow to, to you know, if you stretch every day, they say it adds seven years to your life. So uh, touch them toes, baby. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I do, I do all that. Um, I have my gratitude practice in a, in a whole journal that I use. Uh, it's like a high performance planner by Brendan Bruchard, but it also has room for gratitude. So, and then I'm actually starting a new one in January because I want to try my friend Dave Ruel. He has one called Effic, E F F I C dot co. This thing looks awesome. And he sent me one. It's leather bound and it comes with, he has a book called Done by Noon How to Get More Done by Noon than anyone else in the entire day. So if you want to go to epic.co, you can get that uh, using code HAPPY, a discounted. So he hooked it up with that. So I'm, I'm going to bust that out in uh, Q1 of 2021. I get so frustrated with the planner scene because I'll find one that I really like, but it's the size of an oversized Bible. And, it, you know, when you travel a lot, which I used to back before 2020 happened. Yeah. And it was like lugging around an encyclopedia everywhere I went. So I was like, okay, can I get the same functionality that weighs five pounds less, please? 
Yeah, they, yeah, you you would like those two planners. They're solid. Um, so yeah, then I get into my planner practice. You know, journaling. I'll do my attitude of gratitude. Uh, five to ten things that come up. Maybe it's the beautiful morning sunrise, or my cup of coffee, right? That's soon to come, or whatever it is. You know, my my beautiful fiance, whatever. At that moment, five to ten things. Then I'll get into. Um, my to dominate list, things for the day. I kind of map out my day, look at my calendar. Then I usually read thegreatday.com by Ralph Martson. It's a great tool. Six days out of the week, he posts a new great day that always seems super relevant, but it's like inspiration in like four paragraphs. So your your morning routine, um, some of the things that you do in the morning, I do at night because I'm not fully functioning in the morning. You know, there's the early birds, there are the night owls, and then there's something called the third bird. And those are the people who kind of really start firing up around 10 a.m. That's kind of me. That's why I want those couple of hours in the morning to just not have to be a zombie on my very first phone call. But yeah, you know, and I think for people who consume cannabis and who are high achievers, you know, that journaling and the note taking, you know, staying organized, writing shit down becomes <laughs> super critical. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I think uh, with all of our devices and our notifications and all the noise, having just a simple planner, it, it can keep you sane. And, and it's such a more effective way to just keep track of our busy lives. We all have stuff going on and it's an, it's a really good tool. So I highly recommend people use a calendar digitally and then use a journal in person on the regular. Absolutely. And one of the other things that has really served me this year was the toggle timer where I'm tracking my time because when you, you know, I have like five or six email accounts at this point, I'm losing count. And, you know, things kind of start falling through the cracks if you're not really focusing, you know, on where your time is going. And, you know, as a cannabis consumer, you know, like this morning, the I used this forbidden fruit THC infused honey that someone gifted me and it was absolutely delicious. I can't say it was the best for my productivity this morning. So, you know, being able to notice that because I track my time and I can see that there were like 45 minute gaps in between me doing a project. So it was like really taking me more time to get my shit back together and get focused again. And, you know, being a smart cannabis consumer who is a high achiever, part of it is like labeling your shit, knowing what makes you feel what and like what you took and, you know, what supplements you're taking, what food you're eating and, you know, really paying attention to how all of this stuff works in harmony is so critical. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. I mean, I think just tapping back into how you feel and with your foods as well. You know, a lot of foods, people have a lot of food sensitivities that they're unaware of and they'll eat gluten and they're not, you know, fully realizing that they're gluten intolerant in some capacity. A lot of people are and they'll be sluggish or they'll get brain fog. Same thing with your cannabis consumption, um, you know, really making sure you use it efficiently and uh, not 
in excess, I think yeah. is key. So, and, and for, for me, just if, if anyone's curious about my, you know, cannabis consumption, I, I just would say like, I do it in moderation, leaning more on, on the, towards the, the side of very little actually, although I'm, I'm an advocate for, you know, some of the bombs, the CBDs, I just, I know I never do it before bed. It's just like, I have a rule with that. Uh, you know, I, I use it more as like a social thing. So it, it is just how you choose what works best for you. You know, I know I want to be productive. I want to be high energy, getting things, you know, dialed in. And that just works for me, but everyone's different. Well, you know, one of the things here in Oakland now that entheogens have been decriminalized. And so, you know, I can try psychedelics in a way that is meaningful and repeatable and know that I'm getting, you know, something good and, you know, you don't have to worry about getting in trouble for it. But my experiment that I was doing was, can I replace the microdosing of cannabis that I do with microdosing psilocybin and keep that productivity and lose that short-term memory loss? Because I have that short-term memory loss gene, which I learned when I got my panel done, my epigenetic cannabinoid panel. And so, mm. you know, I, that's what I was wanting to do, but it didn't work that way for me. You know, psilocybin, the microdosing of it, the way I was moving energy with that, it was just, I was yawning <laughs> and it was just like, okay, I'm trying to be fired up and productive and I can't stop yawning. So, <laughs> you know, and that works for some of my friends really, really well, but it doesn't for me. And, you know, so even the, you know, functional mushrooms and your coffee and things like that, just there are tiny things that we can do that when done consecutively, you know, you repeat it, create a habit out of it can make a huge difference. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you, you mentioned functional mushrooms in your coffee. I didn't really get to that part in my morning routine because of our uh, furry friends downstairs. <laughs> However, uh, I definitely use functional mushrooms in, in my coffee, in my organic coffee every morning. You know, that's a great part of my day. Um, and then to finish it off, I use a rebounder, which is uh, shaking out the lymphatic drainage system. So like a, a little mini trampoline. Um, but yeah, yeah, just to your point, I think you know, microdosing on the scene now is, is quite popular, especially in like Silicon Valley. I know a lot of high level entrepreneurs are using some of these microdosing techniques. Will you to tap into another part of their brain, the more creative, you know, authentic self. And I think some of those tools, once again, in moderation can be effective. You know, I've tried uh, plant medicines in the past and, and, you know, I've, I've done some of these things and I just know for me what works best for me. And I think everyone just needs to figure that out safely, you know, of course, mm -hmm. and, and just not in excess. That's the key, right? Yeah. In moderation. Well, and yes, every, every, everything in moderation. And, you know, there are times during the day where, you know, maybe things do start going off the rails. Like, you know, you're, you're doing everything that you normally do, but for whatever reason, you know, the universe just has other plans for your day. So what are some <laughs> of the things, Carrie, that you might do when your day starts going off the rails? Oh, when I purposely take it off the rails, I'll usually go fly fishing or horseback riding or biking or motorcycle riding. You know, that's when I purposely take it off the rails. Yeah. You're talking about when I like am not 
doing it on purpose. Yeah, essentially. You don't want your day to go off the rails, but oh, now it okay. has. So now what do we do? Well, you need a pattern interrupt, you know, some type of like either a shower sometimes works or a cold thermogenesis submerging in ice water or a cold shower, right? Um, that usually can snap you out of it. Breath work also with six deep breaths, you can actually change your state. So even if you, and I, I don't know if people are familiar with Wim Hof, but breath work is super powerful. And that can change your state when it's going off the rails and, and tap you back into the present moment. Moment, um, And then also, you know, there's a practice called the artist way. I don't know if you've heard of it, but yeah, you me. can, you actually, uh, just Julia Cameron, best-selling like journal slash booklet, a very, very powerful like exercise of just writing three pages freehand every single day. And so when you're going off the rails and usually you do it in the mornings, but you just empty on your mind what, what it is. And you can use that tool to tap back into, you know, the present moment. I like that. Mine is typically to just turn out all the lights, go lay down and take a 10 minute power nap. Mm, mm -hmm. That's great. Because I, I feel like whenever I close my eyes and I just kind of, you know, you're not really asleep, but you're in. Maybe your upper you're upper room. Yeah. And and just being able to reset that way and and then get up, you know, going for a walk is is always good. And I like taking meetings, taking my call on a walk. Yeah. You know, just like getting myself out so that, you know, if it's a stressful thing or a heated thing, you're not just sitting there with that. You can like talk it out, walk it out, multitask it. Yeah. I just took a a meeting like two hours ago, shirtless out on the deck, walking around, getting sun, <laughs> vitamin D. You know, everyone was probably laughing at me because it was like a 15-person call. But I, here I am just strolled around shirtless. <laughs> That's hilarious. I can't take shirtless calls anymore. I got in trouble. <laughs> oh, you can. Please. It's 2020. <laughs> right. People are like, who needs clothes anymore? I mean, right. I saw on Instagram today there were there was an ad for somebody selling pajamas that you can just roll right into your zoom work call because they look business but they're super casual just i legit had on my robe and silk pants the entire day i'd showered just for you joe and uh obviously it was a little sweaty from the katana work but yeah i wore my pajamas basically exactly what you're saying on both calls today <laughs> That's really funny. Happy hustling. I mean, seriously. So yeah. So explain to the Casually Baked listeners where this idea for the happy hustle came from for you and how you decided you wanted to become this lifestyle entrepreneur. Yeah. Well, initially it started when I was just on pure burnout. I uh, was hustling, but definitely not happy in uh, New York City wearing the fancy, you know, Prada suits and the Tom Ford shoes, none of which I paid for. I uh, I would work promo modeling gigs and get paid in clothes sometimes. And, you know, I was faking until I make it with my tech startup. Um, my brother and I were working 100 plus hour weeks for six months straight to land this seven figure VC funding deal. And it was a great idea. Our tech company, you know, had a lot of merit. We got had a lot of interest. We sat down with IBM and Microsoft and a bunch of big name VCs and we got 
all the way to the money where we actually landed the seven figure deal. And it came time to sign the contract and it came with the five year clause of essentially, hey, you're beholden to the money and the company for the next five years of your life. And that obviously, rightfully so, if someone's going to give you that much money, they, they want to know you're invested. Yeah. And my, my brother and I just had a heart to heart and we were so burnt out, Joe. I mean, we couldn't continue. So we said no to the money, you know, over tears and, uh, you know, it was a it was a tough decision, but a pivotal one at that. And I moved to Bangkok, Thailand for the next uh, nine months, give or take. Uh, it was nine, nine and a half months. My brother went back, got his master's from the University of Florida. And I just figured, hey, there's got to be a better way. And so I started hustling, but also being happy in the process. And that balance is really where I found the bliss. And I think everyone out there listening can resonate with some form of burnout where you're just like, burning the candles at both ends. So I just really took it to heart and I just kind of built my whole my whole business around my lifestyle. And I've never had a real job per se. I've done a lot of things in exchange for money. However, you know, from working at smoothie shops to construction to taking my clothes off to modeling and acting for 15 years and I've done biohacking and improv. The point is you can happy hustle in whatever you're doing. You know, you can make it just an enjoyable experience where you're not just working so hard to climb to the top of the mountain and then you get there and you're like, oh, I'm the only one here and I've alienated everyone, <laughs> you know, my yeah. family, my friends, I've stopped, you know, working out. I, I don't, I'm not, uh, I don't believe in a higher power. I, I, you know, I sacrificed everything for what, for profit and success. And that's what I see still with my fellow entrepreneurs. So I basically started the happy hustle to solve that problem of imbalance in entrepreneurs. And I created this proprietary framework of the 10 alignments of being a happy hustler, which I'm happy to get into of what those 10 are, but essentially that's where it came from. And uh, that's where it's at. So now I help entrepreneurs combat imbalance with this framework. And I have a podcast and a book I wrote and masterminds and uh, live events. And yeah, it's a great, I, I mean, I'm happy in the process just, teaching others about happy hustling because it, it's so transformative once you can get that balance right. I think so. And, you know, living an inspired life is such a wonderful way to teach people how to implement that in their own lives, just walking the walk, showing up, doing the thing every day. And I have people all the time that are like, oh, yeah, you and your kumbaya shit you know, we're not just going to get around and hold hands. And I'm like, no, there is such a thing as being able to be that happiness, that kindness, that grace in action and show people a different way, a different way than what we've been seeing. And, you know, we've just, we have gotten to a point where shit's got to change. You know, we can't keep doing things the way we're doing them. And, you know, entrepreneurs, are, I think, at least the ones that are consuming cannabis or, you know, any sort of psychedelics, they're really having these breakthroughs and saying like, okay, yeah, I get it. I understand uh -huh. how these things work together, how holistic living and plant medicine really can boost my day. And these people aren't just talking woo shit, you know, mm -hmm. it's way more than that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it definitely is way more than that. And I think once you can find that perfect balance for you with the combination of all the modalities that you just mentioned, Joe, I think that is when you can find that bliss. And and really, for me, it's more than just internal, you know, like finding it for myself, but I get so much fulfillment when I help others find it. And really, I believe the secret to living is giving, you know, like my main man, Tony Robbins says, it's true. I find the most fulfillment when I give back to others. And that's something that is, it's one of the 10 alignments of being a happy hustler, selfless service. And, you know, you measure where you rank in each of these 10 alignments. And if you're not giving back to others and you're not giving back to yourself, well, you're going to suffer. Your your balance is going to be out of whack. So I think it, it's just important to find that that perfect combination for everyone out there and, and just, you know, continue to iterate until you get there. And it really is. It's a, it's a dance. It's a constant experiment. You know, I really believe that, you know, earth is school and life is a game and, you know, that we really are a reflection of the people we spend the most time with. If you don't like the way your life looks, you don't like the way you feel, then, you know, it really will behoove you to get casually baked, get still, get quiet and kind of go through like, what is the toxic shit that I need to release? And mm-hmm. you know, sometimes that's people, sometimes it's food, sometimes it's drugs, sometimes it's alcohol, but you know, it's always something. There's always ways that we can improve. And it's just baby steps. Yeah. You know, every little day taking those baby steps to get to where you want to go. And if you're happy hustling, you're enjoying the journey. And, you know, and for me, being somebody who suffers from that low level anxiety all the time, cannabis truly is my co-pilot in helping me show up and be my best self and be of service to my community. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's well said. And one thing I just want to, you know, add to your point, measuring is the way to true management and any field of your life. You could, you could look at how can I quantify this, you know, be it with, a, uh, you know, a personal journal where you're taking stock, how as you do when you're labeling how you feel, that's a form of measurement with each modality, you know, with each different substance. I think what you can measure, you can manage. And so that's, you know, important for me. I have even a fridge magnet that I look at and I check off every day and I know exactly, you know, where I stand. And that's, a, that's, it sounds exhausting. It's really not. What's exhausting is not knowing. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. that's a, an important part. That's a really good key of the getting started piece of it. What we're talking about, it all sounds overwhelming if you're not doing any of this shit. But if you, you know, it's starting just one thing at a time, whether or not it's okay, I'm going to make sure that I get seven to eight hours of sleep every single night this week. And then the next week, I'm going to make sure that when I get up every morning that I'm doing some sort of a mindfulness and energy moving and feeding my body and soul kind of routine. And I'm going to take 30 minutes to do that. Or, you know, I tell parents all the time who say, well, you have a really nice life because you don't have kids and a spouse and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, then five minutes in your car, 10 minutes on the train going to work, like there's always time and it's just incorporate a little bit at a time. Because I mean, I didn't start like this. You know, this is something I've been working on for 15 years, 
But when you get yourself to a point where you're vibrating at this high level, it's easier to stay there. But it takes that consistent practice, you know, to just kind of move up to where you can, you know, start being high vibe all the time. Yeah, that's for sure. Being a, a high performer and a high achiever, puns intended, you definitely want to pick out what things work for you. I think, you know, the personalization that we've been mentioning throughout this chat, I, I think if people are listening and they do feel a little bit overwhelmed, well, take what works for you. What Joe and I have been talking about, think about what elements you do want to try incorporating into your routine. Do those for a consistent period of time. Usually takes 30 days to really create a good habit and to see results. So I'd commit to it for the month, you know, be it ice baths, be it meditation, breath work, sleeping, proper nutrition, proper, you name it, fill in the blank and, and commit to it. And then measure, right? Measure how you felt, your energy levels, and then where you are after you added that whatever fill in the blank yeah. to your routine. Take a selfie of yourself on the first day and then 30 days later after you've been doing your sleep or your food or whatever routine, take pictures of yourself. See how those bags under your eyes are changing or the deep crease in the forehead from scowling all the time. You know, mm. see how all that stuff is changing and because you can measure it in multiple ways. But, you know, when we look in the mirror and we have that self-talk, are you saying nice things to yourself? Are you noticing the positive changes? Because that's part of the battle is seeing it, you know, allowing yourself to let go of the bad shit and the old shit and receive um, the benefits of the new stuff and, and just seeing it and acknowledging it and raving about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I got I got nothing else to add, but, well, yeah, but amen, yeah. sister. <laughs> so my sister and I, it, you know, we'll get high and start chatting. And if there's something that's like really annoying and, you know, you start talking about something negatively, as humans, we kind of want somebody to jump in on that with us and, you know, dogpile and let's, you know, err. So what my sister and I do for each other when one of us gets like that is we just start raving. You know, you basically flip the script. Like this person never shows up on time and every time they do, they're not prepared. And so then my sister would butt in and be like, oh my God, don't you love how she's always prepared for all of the meetings and she always shows up and she gives 110%. And so then you just start rave dogpiling in, you know, the opposite you know, it's upside down world and we're going to make everything that's shitty really great. And cannabis is a wonderful tool for that exercise. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I mean, I think our self-talk and what we continuously think inside this monkey mind of ours can inherently be negative if we allow it, or it can inherently be positive. We train ourselves, we create this behavior. And, you know, I have my mantras, I know you do as well, that mm -hmm. you consistently say these positive things. I have my affirmations, I go through, I, I listen to inspirational and educational content in the afternoons, I watch it in the evenings, and I read it in the mornings. I have a system for personal development that I know is feeding my mind positive thoughts and positive ideas. And it just is a, it's a great point for everyone out there to really double down on what you tell yourself and make it 
you know, positive, make it something that's going to add value to your vibration, you know, where you're then increasing your frequency. So that's all about moving energy once again, you know, with your word. Yeah, it all comes back to that. And, and the fact that we choose our emotions, we choose how to feel like deciding that I'm not going to get upset about anything today, you know, choosing how our perspective is and allowing ourselves to change. And, you know, to, um, as my sister says, give ourselves and everyone else the mother of all breaks. Shit is going to go off the rails sometimes and letting that happen and being okay with it and being able to snap back quickly, you know, because I, I think that's part of an issue with a lot of people, if they're not practiced at this, is they get in a place where they feel bad and then it's hard for them to get out of that. And then if they're over consuming cannabis, then cannabis can, you know, deepen that even. Yeah. You know, it's a gift, but it is also a practiced skill more than anything else. For sure. You have to practice anything you want to be good at, even self-positive talk and uh, just being conscious with your actions and, you know, your mind can help you just continuously raise your vibration. Yes, but also just live a happier, more balanced and peaceful life. And I think just really making sure, you know, you're putting good stuff into your body and your mind every single day is just such a no brainer for me. But just starting out, if you're in that toxic loop where you're like, got these self limiting stories, and you're putting yourself, you know, in in a state of depression, or you're holding on to, you know, fear, or maybe even someone past hurt or trauma. I've had plenty of shit go down in my life, you know, I, I don't need to get into too much depth of it. But everyone has a story, right of, of, you know, where they came from. And I think sometimes that history can spark that toxic loop. And, you know, anyone out there who is going through some of that, that toxicity in their life, you know, sometimes it helps to just get away and, you know, use some of these modalities from plant medicines to, you know, cannabis or microdosing to shed some of that trauma and work through some of that past pain. And, you know, it was beneficial for me when I went through some of those ceremonies and and just allowed me to shake off that toxic energy. And I think once you can, you know, really just own your truth and not let your past define your future, then you can step into your full power. Absolutely. I love that 100%. So tell me if people want to connect with you, maybe go through your program, um, where should we send them? If they want to connect with me, everything's pretty much on my website, carryjack.com, C-A-R-Y-J-A-C-K.com. My podcast, The Happy Hustle Podcast, which Joe was a recent guest on. Great episode on being unapologetically yourself and getting paid to do so. Um, so you can check that episode out all, you know, the casually baked tribe. And, uh, we, we also have a a free ebook. So anyone who wants to learn the 10 alignments deeper and some of those actionable takeaways can, you know, download the free ebook. Um, I know everyone's like, uh, ebook free, blah, blah, blah. Not going to value that. Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's super valuable and it's worth the read and actually implementing it. (laughs) I've spent a lot of time on it. So you could, uh, I mean, if somebody doesn't know what to do, then you're just handing them over a roadmap, the happy hustling 
And then there's also one other thing. If they do want to take it to the next level, we have a super affordable, it's kind of our signature online course. It's called The Journey, 10 Days to Becoming a Happy Hustler. And, and you can go through my website and get there as well, or just go to thehappyhustle.com. And it's legit, like step-by-step step over the next days, how to implement each of the 10 alignments. And it's a, it's a no-brainer for someone who is right now struggling with balance and, and really feeling overwhelmed and anxious. It, it's just step-by-step, step, some of the best content I've ever aggregated in one portal. Uh, so yeah, that's all there. And, and using code Joe, J-O, they can save uh, 20% off. And listen, you know, I have high hopes for 2021. And seriously, this program can help you if you're like really wanting to get out of the 2020 funk, reset, get ready for 2021. I think this would be a stellar program to help you get started. Thank you for that, Joe. And and yeah. I just appreciate, you know, the opportunity to connect with you and your awesome tribe. And, um, you know, I, I just continue to love my life and who I surround myself with. I'm grateful to have Joe as a part of my inner circle and, and um, you guys are in good hands here. So continuously listen and, and subscribe and, you know, just live it as well. Awesome. Amen to that. Well, and I appreciate what you add to my life as well, Carrie. Uh, I appreciate your time. You know, we did this live stream private because we weren't sure about the technical difficulties with being in a new space. So, um, but I think, I think we're good. I'll kick this thing out into the world. <laughs> awesome peace and love y'all thanks everyone back in my younger years my friend meredith would say it's your rodeo i'm just riding in it though through my personal and spiritual journey i've come to know with certainty that we're all actually riding in our very own rodeo so you better take the reins my friend your reality will confirm what you think you should be so if you're ready to take high achieving to a whole new level, happy hustle your way over to the podcast 169 show notes at casuallybaked.com, where you'll find more info on Carrie Jack, the Happy Hustle podcast, and some of the resources we talked about that will add more balance and fulfillment to your life. And if my and Carrie's chat inspired you, I hope you'll share this podcast with your favorite entrepreneurs in the grind. As a listener, if you find value in the content I create, please consider becoming a podcast patron for as little as $5 per month. As a business owner, if your products or services align with the casually baked values, perhaps you'd make an excellent show sponsor in 2021. Message me through the website at casuallybaked.com to inquire about advertising on the podcast. I've spent over 20 years in media and corporate storytelling, so I promise you, your message will be in good hands. Next week, we're talking higher education with Max Simon, the CEO and co-founder of Greenflower, the leader in cannabis education. And he's the CEO of Gangier, the first sommelier of cannabis certification program. Until then, stay connected with me on social. I'm at Casually Baked on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And if you're so moved, please rate and review Casually Baked on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. It helps other canna-curious folks find this highly responsible cannabis content. Together, let's puff, puff, 
pass it on. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and mixing performed by Q9 Productions. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn.